0: Hey there, welcome back to the Business and Life Conversations podcast, and I am so thrilled that you are tuning in today. I'm your host, Angela, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm a business consultant helping women in business to develop the foundational framework and strategy they need to grow sustainable and profitable businesses. On today's podcast, I'm excited to have my first ever duo interview, and I couldn't ask for any better duo in the world than two of my favorite people from the Gold Coast, Emma and Carla Pathis from the Merrymaker Sisters. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's a little bit, what would I say? It's a heartfelt episode, really. We're going to explore why going backwards isn't always going backwards in business, and how sometimes going backwards is exactly where you need to be in order to move you forward, to give yourself permission to grow, to find joy, and to be present. But before we jump into this episode, I just want to let you know that this episode is specifically sponsored by my four-day, three-night Women in Business Retreat, where we focus on women having the chance to connect, refocus, learn, and grow in order for them to grow both in business and in life. This amazing event is going to be held October 24th through October 27th at the Gold Coast here in Queensland, Australia, and it is an exclusive event with only 50 tickets being sold. From having eight of Australia's top female entrepreneurs speaking, to surrounding yourself with amazing people that will lift you up both at conference and after the conference, to daily masterminds to get individual help on your business from both your peers and the speakers, to amazing food, being able to sleep in, and of course, eating a meal uninterrupted. You're not going to want to miss out. To learn more about this event and to purchase your tickets, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au. And also remember, we do have payment plans available in order to help with your cash flow. So again, just head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on Retreat to buy your ticket today. All right, let's dig into this amazing episode with Emma and Carla. Hello, hello, Emma and Carla, two of my favorite people in the world. How are you ladies today? Oh, we are so good, Angela. Thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, we're super pumped. I'm super pumped. You guys are actually my first guests that I've ever had on where I've had the duo. So uh, yeah, you guys are the first ones. Welcome, welcome.
1: Oh, I, I do love that. Yeah, dude, I love it too. A lot of people actually.
0: Yeah, I wonder why people don't do it more often. Maybe (laughs) just because there's like, like, I well, you guys met Ryan and James down at James Shremko's event, and we've been talking about like doing one with the three of us. But I just like the more I think of it, I think the guys would just like drive me crazy potentially. So I was like, no, I can't. We're going to start with two of the fabulous ones, which are you two. So I'm glad you guys are here today. Yay. And now listen, we I was trying to think about the first time I met you. And I think the first time I met you, you guys were wearing hoodies at Pro Blogger at the Gold Coast. I can't remember what year it was. It was a year where they had like the big white party that was outside in the back. Yes. yes, and that was when I first met you guys. And I said something like, because I this was like, oh my gosh, I love these girls. But I was like kind of like fangirling at the moment because I've only just kind of known about you guys and you guys were wearing hoodies. I was like, please don't ever change. Like I was like, please, and that was like all oh, I think I said to you. And then we then met up in the Philippines at Chris Ducker's tropical think tank event uh-huh. um, where we get again hung out. What a wild time that was. Um, you know, when you're drinking mojitos in the pool, you know, talking about business, friendships form very, very quickly. And And from there, we've kind of, you know, I mean, we we don't stay in touch all the time, but we're always kind of in each other's, you know, I mean, back of mind and we reach out when we need to. But it's always so lovely being able to hang out with you guys again. So yes, welcome to the episode. Oh, thank
1: you so much. And we feel the exact same way. Yeah. It's like, it's not often that we get to hang out, but like when you know someone's there for you, it's just the best feeling ever.
0: Yes. And I know sometimes when we're down at the, um, because you guys are on the Gold Coast, I'm in Brisbane that we'll catch up for lunch occasionally, but it's one of those beautiful relationships where you can just pick up where you left off. And there's like none of that awkward, do you know what I mean? Like it just is what it is.
1: Yeah. And that's the magic. And so important when you have your own business, because like it does get, time is precious. Right. And -hmm. when you can just skip all that, like awkwardness, it's like, boom, yeah, this is a great relationship.
0: (laughs) Totally, And it's also about relationships. Again, uh, you know where there are some relationships that just aren't healthy, right? And so sometimes yeah. it's like as much as you want to stay in contact with people, you're just kind of like, man, when your time poor and your family only gets a certain amount of time, you're kind of like, okay, I've got a couple hours, but I'm always know that when I'm with you guys, it's like we normally talk for hours and hours, and then we're like, oh shit, this whatever we got, we got to go do, um, and it's just like I said, it's always good to be around that positive energy. We always laugh a lot, we always giggle, do you know what I mean? So it's always a lot of fun. So I'm glad that you guys are here today. So yes. So now, before we jump into the episode, I always ask a couple of questions so that the listeners can get to know you guys a little bit more. So my first question is for Emma. Um, I know you guys are definitely into mantras. You guys do it on your guys' podcast, and again, I've seen you guys. So, what's the current mantra that you're living by?
1: Oh my gosh! Holy moly! Um, <laughs> on the spot. Do you know what? Like, it's an old. It's my old one. It's follow your bliss. That's the first thing that came, came to my mind. I mean, there's a bazillion others, but follow your bliss.
0: And when you say follow your bliss, what has that, do you mean, mantra meant to you over, do you mean, say the last year or so?
1: Oh, Well, the last year in particular, I think it's just all about being in alignment to your bliss. So the bliss is the thing that like is that joy that like whatever you're doing, it's like time disappears. It just like creates this amazing feeling and the thing that I realized in the last year or two years is that that bliss can change. So I guess like, that's how we got into what we do. We found our bliss and we followed it and here we are. But then it's like this guide, right? Like it's like the way to stay in alignment to your heart and yourself. So it's kind of like this ever changing thing. And I don't know, I feel like follow your bliss creates a life of depth. It creates a life with love. And it creates a life of openness where you're just like, yeah, come on life. Come at me.
0: Yeah. Bring it, (laughs) bring it, bring it. And I love a good, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's it? Not challenge. I'd say a good embracement of, do you know what I mean? All the good, because you guys really focus also about, you know, you embrace when things go bad, you know, but you're not, you two both collectively aren't there to let you just sit in your wallow. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys Mm -hmm. are very much about what do we need to learn from this particular you know, people say failures, I would call them lessons. What lesson do we need to learn? And then you guys are very proactive about, you know I mean, moving, moving through that.
1: Thank yes. you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so Carla for you. So, okay. Find your bliss is yours, Emma. Now, Carla, my question is to you now, I know um, you both love to cook, but I think Carla, in my time of watching you guys, the Merrymaker <laughs> sisters, um, I say that yeah, kind of some of those food things, do you know what I mean, is you're your kind of your zone of genius. I could be wrong, but that's just how I observed. You know I mean, you're a bit of the tester. Now I want to know. It's of the sweet treat
1: queen. I,
0: exactly. Yep. Yeah, you said it, not me. So the sweet treat uh, <laughs> queen, but all food. about recipes that you have made. On the Merrymaker Sisters website, what is your all-time go-to recipe? Holy moly. Oh, my all-time go-to? Oh, gosh. Well, or favorite. It could be, well, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be like go-to, this one's quick and easy. But what's like the one that you're like, if I could have that okay. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm yes. all over it.
1: Well, the, probably the recipe where I was like so excited and like so proud of the recipe was our beetroot mud cake. And I think because it just ta- it reminded me of, I don't know if you've had it before, but those Sarah Lee frozen mud cakes and they were like the cakes we would have as kids when yes. on all of our birthdays, that's what Mum would get. And this mud cake, this healthy beetroot mud cake took me back to those memories. And I think it's like stayed with me forever. Like, oh my God, I made a healthy mud cake with beetroot it like my <laughs> <by>
0: childhood <laughs> you're like oh my goodness so again on your website we'll talk more about that but yes yeah, so the beetroot mud cake is your all too kind of you'd eat a it's breakfast so lunch and, and dinner it's so
1: easy because you just whack everything in a blender and you blend it and you put it in the freezer and then boom mud cake
0: boom have a great day thanks for coming <laughs> yes great breakfast. i know your. Um, i'm gonna mess it up but the salted caramel square is that right yes Yes, dude, that one. I remember when you guys were doing ads for that for a five-day challenge, I think it was. Yes. I was like, if this caramel tart, I someone, and then I, I think I even messaged you, I was like, someone needs to start baking this and send it to me because I was like, it is following me everywhere when I come online. <laughs> so.
1: That That is probably our most, our most favorited, is that what you'd say, recipe. Mm-hmm. like That just went viral when we shared it the first time and we were like, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah,
0: like yeah and it was crazy like it was legit viral like it was yeah, it was like, just people like everywhere were,
1: people were making it all weekend like this one weekend I remember me and Emma were sitting at home we're like all these people are making this slice and sending us photos it was outrageously it was really amazing cool. <laughs> Dude, that, like, that's that, how it began
0: that's <laughs> it yeah the square the caramel salted caramel <laughs> tart thank you for giving creating viralness <laughs> Now, listen, today you guys have had a bit of a journey. Do you know what I mean? From when you first started your business to where you are now. It's been lovely to see you guys grow and go through those stages. But I guess today's conversation that I really want to have on the podcast is to allow listeners the ability to know that change is okay, that it's not a bad thing, and that um, going backwards isn't always going backwards. Mm. Um, And so I just want you guys to share a little bit about your journey, about where you started. I know you guys used to both be government workers and there's a funny story about how I think you uh, had resigned, but you didn't actually tell your mom about resigning. So that'd be cool. (laughs) It'd also be cool about where you guys started in business, you know, not like super in depth, but enough to give people the information that we need to let them know about how going backwards isn't always going backwards. Um, and then again, we'll just go from there. How does that sound with you guys? Amazing. All right, cool. Well, start Start us in the journey.
1: <laughs> well, a long, long time ago. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Carla and I both worked in government and we were in desk jobs and we pretty much hated them, really. Like it was just this was where we ended up. And I remember we were driving to work one day and because we worked in the same department, like yes. we were sat next to each other, <laughs> and we were like, surely life is meant to be more than this. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I grew up thinking life was going to be better, yeah. <laughs> and we were just like starting to question everything. And at this stage, I actually had been going through some health stuff. So I found out I was gluten intolerant. I felt sick every day. And I was like, man, I'm like 23, 24. I should be feeling great. Yep. And so that was when I just kind of went down this like internet wormhole about health and gluten-free and discovered this paleo diet, read all the stuff. And then I was like, I'm going to try this sent it to Carla, she's going to try it. And then like a week later, we're like, man, we feel really good. And then we literally just started sharing like zucchini noodles and sugar-free this and sweet potato uh, lasagna, whatever we were making at the time on Carla's Instagram. And next minute, there's like a thousand followers and we're like, oh, this is kind of (laughs) cool. And we looked at each other and we're like, we should do something with this, right? Yeah, well, we were kind of, Getting sick of all these questions we were getting asked, like, what's the recipe and how did you make it and why sugar free and blah, blah, blah. And we realized, like, oh, people are actually interested in this. Like, is there a place where we could put this stuff, our story, like on the internet? And Back then, you know, we thought the internet was for checking the weather and, like, going on Facebook and seeing the movie times and things like that. We had no idea, like, the world we were getting ourselves into. And so then Emma Googled how to start a blog. No, I think I literally Googled what is a blog first. Because like, we didn't know the difference. We're like, what, what's a what's blog? blog? What's a website? website? <laughs> and, then, and then we Googled how to start a blog. And then that's when we discovered ProBlogger and Darren Rouse. And, okay, so maybe... Like half of our work time was dedicated to reading Prologue, <laughs> and then and and because Carla is one of these like amazing humans, right? Where she'll like read something and watch a tutorial, and she'd be like, "Oh, I can do that," and then she just does it, and she won't stop until she gets it done. And she's usually pretty bloody fast too, which is awesome. Like, like double like win, double win. ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just like. We just started making this blog and started writing. We got so passionate about it and you know what, like it wasn't even, we didn't even have the idea that it was going to turn into a business. It was just the joy of sharing, the joy of connecting, the joy of working on something that brought us this like feeling of, oh my gosh, we are doing something awesome and potentially helping people. And when we first began, that's where kind of the name came from because we were wondering, you know, what would what would we call this blog? And you know, we, we threw all these names at the wall, like Fit and Healthy Made or like, paleo and fit made and that was actually our name for a little while and then we were like no like that's not it like that's not the thing and then we realized like this new way of living brought us so much joy and that's what we were sharing that's what we were most passionate about that joyful feeling and so merry make means to bring joy to and that's why we called ourselves merry make sisters because yeah we're real life sisters
0: yeah. yeah and there then you are yes that is
1: true <laughs> and then I guess like you know it just went from there like we went to conferences we learned everything we could we were just like I don't know just like having so much fun with it and then we realized well, that fast oh, oh well, fast forward and like give like give some of like what the business turned into yeah, yeah so tell me so okay, what was yeah, it yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so, yep. so we loved the cooking. We loved the food. And so that was what the business was about. Like it was a blog about recipes. So we realized, oh, okay, we have this massive community, but we don't sell anything, but we want to make this a full-time thing. How the hell are we going to do this? And so we made a recipe book, an ebook, and that went amazingly. So we made six more ebooks. And then we decided that we would self-publish a recipe book. So we did that. And then we did that again. (laughs) And then we made an app with Jared Robinson again, and again, that's called Get Merry. And then we started programs and challenges all about eating real food. And this was where we would create meal plans and a community where people can hang out for four weeks, feel really amazing, eat really amazing food, and then that was that. Yeah. And then it got to a point where we were just like cooking all the time and making these meal plans. And yeah, we loved it, but also we realized, ah, oh, like this this creation process is no longer bringing us joy. And we actually are really sick of talking about food. Like we don't want to talk about this anymore. We didn't want to share it yeah. anymore. So that was a big like yeah. kind of sign. And Carla had also just done her yoga teacher training and like just had this life transformation like, where I guess like she, I just watched her kind of blossom as a human and it was quite amazing to see. And at the same time, I was going through a breakup. So I was really miserable. And then I started my Pilates teacher training because I was like, man, I need to focus on something. Go to do something. <laughs> yes. Got
0: focus. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay, so we don't like our business anymore. And now Carla's a yoga teacher and I'm a Pilates teacher. Hmm what should we do? And then Carla was like, let's do something with yoga and Pilates. Like we love yoga and Pilates. And it's still so closely connected to food because like exercise and food Mm. creates health. And most importantly, what it was mostly connected to was that joy-filled feeling that yoga and Pilates brought so much joy to movement. And if we go back again the six years of when we first started, it's like full circle. So where I was when Emma found she had a gluten intolerance was that I actually was completely obsessed with going to the gym and completely obsessed with counting calories and losing weight. And for me, the gym was actually punishment. It wasn't anything joy filled. It was you go to the gym, Carla, you work off those calories. You can't eat until you've gone to the gym for for an hour this afternoon, an hour tomorrow morning and an hour the next afternoon. Like this is the life that I was living completely unjoyful. That's for sure. And so I was blown away that I had found this way of moving yoga that actually felt amazing. And I actually wanted to go. I was like, it wasn't punishment. It wasn't forcing. I was like, when's the next class like I'm there and so that was so exciting and I think when Emma did her Pilates she felt the exact same way and we were just like man this is this is really cool and we had decided yeah we're going to do something with yoga and Pilates but we had no idea what that was going to be Mm. and so in that
0: instance were you guys like would you say when you were doing when you started the yoga and then when you had to sit through the breakup is that when you guys really started to calculate or really started to assess like, hey man, we something's gotta change here? Like we've got to, you know, do we were you guys thinking of like, hey, we've got to get rid of the food side of things? Were you guys thinking like, hey, we need to, like we need to bring something different? Do we need to close up shop? Like, yeah. what was it that you guys were thinking about? Did you guys take yeah. a break during this time? Yeah. Like what did you yeah, what happened from a business point of view also? It's,
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like when we think back to our story, like there's definitely been moments where we have gotten ourselves to a point where we are like, we don't want to do this anymore. And that's a really scary moment, especially when something has brought you so much joy and then suddenly it doesn't. And you're just like, oh, like I don't want to do this. And, you know, that's also something to keep in mind if you ever have a partnership as well. It's something really important that you focus on building a great relationship because some of those moments were actually caused by us like being really mean to each other and just not working well together and so that's another thing that we've had a like that's a huge focus for us to make sure we are still sisters and we are also really great business partners yeah and i guess like at this point we actually had a discussion with Bridget mm. Esselmont from Biddy Tarot and she just gave us this advice like because we pretty much got on a Skype call and just you know as friends and she just said like what's going on and then Carla burst into tears and it was just like we don't know what we want to do in business anymore we hate it and she just said stop like take some space, like literally you need to do whatever you can to go to the beach, meditate, go walk in the rainforest. Like, I mean, we live on the Gold Coast, like the best place to go walking. (laughs) And, and we did that. So, and we have to say here is like that our business had stopped. We weren't making any, like we had decided to stop it. We weren't making any income. It was great that we'd received that, um, export, Marketing grant. Oh, yeah, the,
0: yep. the
1: most perfect time that Bridget then said, "Do can can you afford to stop? Because stopping and finding space is actually such a privilege. Like for someone in business, it's like actually we can. And so we, it was so nice to step back and realize our greatest fear was our fear was that we were not going to take action because we were they, we are these people who are like we're just going to keep doing, keep trying, keep throwing spaghetti at the well, just go, go, go. And then when someone told us, like when Bridget said, no, you just need to stop. I was really scared. Cause I was like, yeah, but what if we don't find it? Yep. And so we had to trust. <laughs> yeah. We spent like, I remember we'd have all these like times at the ocean, just like laying on the beach. And then we'd go in the ocean and yell out to the world. We surrender <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of weird and hippie like that. Like we did that. And then all of a sudden it just started coming together. Like this idea of Marybody began as like so different to what it is now, but it like slowly just pieced together. Mm. And if we had not have taken that space and we had not have stopped making money Mm. and if we hadn't have trusted, yeah, it wouldn't be what it is here today. So like, even though like our income went down, like our annual, like that year our income went down like significantly. Like I pretty sure, I'm going to try and think back to like tax time, it would have gone down by a third. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, like that's when you're in business, it's like grow, 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 right? Like you want to like increase your annual revenue. And so that was really weird and scary, but also the most magical, amazing thing Ever. It made us also realize, man, like we don't actually need that much to have a great life because we still <laughs> had a great life. It was like the best time ever.
0: <laughs> and again, too, I guess there would have to be something to be said about as we know with creativity, right? From what you're saying, it sounds like that element of creativity was becoming more of a chore. Whereas when you guys took the space and you gave yourselves permission to take that break, you trusted the process, you're, you gave yourself the space to become creative again to actually explore what was important again. What, would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, sometimes it's like you fill your weeks and your days with so much, so many things to do and you've got this routine. And routine is so great and it's so awesome and it makes you so effective and productive. But then if you feel every last minute, then where is the space for those magical moments where the new idea just floats into your head? And I know Liz Gilbert... Um, author of Big Magic and Eat, Pray, Love. She talks about this all the time. All the time, yes. And I freaking love it. And it, it gives you permission. It's like, here, have a day off go and walk, go to the beach. And yeah, that's like fueling your soul and it's you're taking adequate rest, which is so important for your health as well. Because if we're just going all the time, then when do we ever repair and when do we ever restore? So it's giving yourself permission to have that space and also trusting that, yeah, your next idea is coming and sometimes you just have to be patient. And these are all such big lessons that the creation of Marybody has taught us and that we now continue to bring into our business as well. We're very conscious. of that merry body is now like it's amazing and we love it and we love creating it but we also still leave space because what's next like it's always going to be evolving and yeah, we have to leave that space for the magic. Yeah. So even when like we have so much work to do, because like really like we're blessed, right? Like the work is never ending. So lucky. And we have to force this break because we love what we do.
0: Cool. So you guys really hone in on about really looking at things from a grateful abundance, right? So tell me a little bit more. In the, the couple of times in this particular episode, you guys have talked about being blessed to have the work. Can you yes. tell me a little bit about how you guys have reframed our, our – I shouldn't even make an assumption. Have you always thought of work as being blessed or have you kind of looked at it as you've had to really think about uh, that, like from a different viewpoint? And I guess Mm -hmm. what I mean is, I think you shared at one time when we were speaking somewhere, uh, I think it was at We Are Podcast and you used an example about a customer, I think, who used to email you all the time and you really used to get quite upset about that.
1: Yeah this is this is a great example. Yeah I think we we got to the point like and I know that lots of people would have had these feelings where there's so much work to do and you feel like you're always go 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 and then suddenly the work you're like Get annoyed by it, and you start to resent it. And you're like, mm, I don't want to post that to Instagram. Like, oh, that person's emailing me again. Like, how dare they email me? Like, and take up my time. And then we decided one day we're just like, man, that's a really awful way to work. Like, and it's it's not bringing any goodness. Like that kind of feelings toward our work isn't bringing more joy, isn't bringing more goodness. And so we decided to flip it all, and we decided to start to believe and act. That's very important. You can't just believe and not act in the same way that we are so blessed to have this work and to do what we love. And in doing what you love, sometimes there are moments like receiving an email from a customer and We decided to flip that on its head and be like, wow, we are so grateful that this person is spending their time to email us. They're spending their money to work with us or to buy our product. Wow. We're going to sit for a moment, send them some gratitude and also take the time to send them a beautiful email response back because Angela, I know you speak about this a lot, that human to human marketing. Like, Not only are we helping them by responding to this email, we're also completely definitely changing the way they think about us and hopefully they keep to keep thinking about us in the future in that wow they really looked after me wow i really love them wow they're so kind kind of way
0: 100%. And again, as I talk about, I think in pretty much every episode is conversation is conversion. So whether or not that's through email, whether or not that's through a phone call, whether or not that's in a Facebook group is whenever so you have the ability or the chance to speak and connect with someone, obviously you're doing it from a place of, yes, so you just want to have that conversation. But also when you do have that business element, because we all do have businesses, yeah. is that, do you know what I mean? You also go again, well, through this conversation, they may never buy from me and that's okay, but maybe they will because I've left exactly. a positive impression But at the end of the day, I still treated them like humans and not like a number. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then, and as Emmy was saying before, like our to do list is never ending. And we always say, you know, the day that we don't have anything to do will be such a sad day because we would have run out of ideas. It means that we aren't feeling inspired and things like that. So now, whenever we are writing lists, and we write lists a lot. Um, We're like, oh my gosh, like, look at all this great work. And I get really excited about it, especially when it's a thing we've never done before, when it's a new thing that we're trying out in the business. And that can be really scary when you're like completely changing something that you're used to and And you're like, is it going to work? It's like, man, I'm just so excited to do this work. But I also want to add, like, there's always this element, you know, when you do have like a huge list and especially when you bring in the new work, like there's always an element of like, oh, like, I don't want to do this. And It's like actually we do have to consciously bring in this way of thinking. So it's not like it's, oh, it's, not it's automatic. Not always, yeah, it's not always natural. I just wanted to make sure yeah. everyone knew that. Um, because this is like it's a whole mindset thing that we've brought into our lives, and it's been game changer for our business, but also game changer for our lives as well, right? Because bad stuff happens in life. Like shit goes down, stuff blows up in your face when you thought you were going this way and then boom you're going that way and it's like when if you can bring in this gratitude if you can look at this this obstacle as a blessing or that will potentially make sense one day and you'll be like oh that's why i had to go through that that's like living this life in flow that's like surrendering to the universe and i feel like that is where like that's where we want to live right like totally. that's our goal to live like that and to do business like that and It's freaking awesome. And it all comes (laughs) down to awareness around everything. Awareness of our thoughts, awareness of our actions, awareness of uh, our behaviors and past beliefs that maybe aren't serving us anymore. Like when we start to bring that stuff to the light, you know, just because you've done one thing the same way for years and years and years doesn't mean you can't change it. doesn't mean like it can't be better a different way. So being aware and consciously thinking and consciously being aware of what you're thinking is going to absolutely change your life. Because if you start to realize, wow, I think really bad thoughts about every single email that comes into my inbox. Imagine if you began to think really amazing thoughts or just like calm thoughts or joy filled thoughts about every email. Imagine if you started replying to every email like that you would probably get your inbox done in such a better way. And it might not be quicker. It might not be more productive, but the end result is that you finish your inbox in a joyful state. And also you potentially creating new customers and getting yes. new prospect clients. Yeah. So instead like- of like just sending a, a one word answer back, you spend the time to send two sentences back with a love heart and a smiley face. That's, what we would do. And yeah, you feel so much better about it. And that's what it's about. It's those small moments that make up the days, that make up the weeks, that make up the months. So it's those small moments that really do count.
0: And it's also, I can only do you know what I mean, uh, assume here again, is it's about that energy, right? Is that yeah. if you're having negative energy, when you're responding to an email, that's obviously going to clearly come across to the person receiving it potentially. Yeah, 110%. You know I mean?
1: agree, we've, all, we've all felt that, haven't we? We've all we felt like,
0: Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, what was that about? Like, did they have a bad day? Like, you know, and then you start like questioning your own stuff and you're like, hold on. Yeah, no, totally. So again, if you choose to sit it, you know, and and respond in a nice joyful etc way that again it will only be better not only for the person receiving it but only for your own health you know for yeah, you know, the people around you and I can also again you go back to I think it is important because I do see a huge trend you know in the business world and a lot of times listen I work with a lot of my VIP clients and my eight-week coaching clients on strategy and foundational elements but at the same time I'm still tapping into the mindset side of things because mm. entrepreneurs who have a strong you know mean growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, mm-hmm. you actually see them a direct correlation with scalability and success, mm-hmm. you know? But I would oh, also yeah. say that those that have a strong growth mindset, are in a different spot from a, uh, welcoming abundance, being grateful, Mm. having gratitude. Um, and they just seem a little bit more on the happier side. It's not as a big of, it's not a chore. Right. So I guess what I'd say, and that's a whole other episode around mindset, but I would be saying that. Oh "Oh
1: my God. We'll talk about that for like five years.
0: (laughs) dude. It's like, it's so good, but it's just (laughs) stuff that I don't think business owners are really honing into, especially not, not saying that not everyone doesn't but what I'm saying especially if you're listening to this and you're a new business owner just as much as strategy and the foundational elements that are necessary to grow sustainable and profitable businesses Mm -hmm. you must also be looking at changing the mindset and that could be looking at you know I was talking to you before this Jim Ford talks about like what your identity is and how that was created do you mean when you were a child what your subconscious is saying what are the stories that your parents told you that yeah you have do you mean you're concreted Um, what are your beliefs but as you said, and as you guys have shown, is you, uh, I believe you have choices. And a lot of people have said to me over the last, you know, 16 months of you know, having four significant deaths of my grandmother, my brother, Mm. uh, father figure, and then our dear friend, Kelly Exeter's husband passing, Mm. Um, you know, we have choices, right? I can either sit and cry every single day and give my business up and do X and Y and Z. And there's times when I do cry, I'm not minimizing that. I'm not saying that you push your grief to the side, but at the end of the day, can I change what has happened? No, but what can I do to own the future? And I do think that comes down to choice.
1: Yeah. God. Yeah.
0: Everyone has choices when you wake up. Like you said, respond into an email as a douchebag or respond nicely. The choice is yours and that as business owners, you must start taking responsibility for the actions and choices that you do um, and not saying, oh, I didn't get this because the course didn't do this or, oh, I didn't do this uh. because I'm unhappy. Or, but at the end of the day, if you take a course and you don't action it, then that's up. That's on you. If at, exactly. That's like, that's, yeah. yeah,
1: this is like like yeah. this is our jam, right? Like it's yeah. like we see it all the time. People be like the victim. This didn't work because of this. There's a reason, mm-hmm. and it's not them. It doesn't fall. The responsibility is never with them. And this is where I don't know. I guess like naturally. We're just like that. We're like, okay, this didn't work. Okay, what can we do now? Let's take action. Let's not sit and wallow. Let's accept. And this is all yoga as well. This is all these lessons we kind of learned ourselves in business and life, but also then we do yoga and it's like this ancient philosophy and this is why yoga just like was this massive amazing uh aha and connection for us because we found this way that was like how we already were and now it's like oh other people are like like this it's (laughs) like there's this there was always this formula like there written for us and we didn't know and now it's we can delve even deeper and learn even more about it. And that's exactly why we love yoga because everything you learn on the mat is then transferred off the mat. And you're like, where does this happen in my life? Like, why, why am I, pulling out of this really tough pose like why can I not like hold here and breathe in a calm way like how come I'm puffing and panting and going out and pulling out of the pose it's like oh where else am I doing that in life like where else am I not going you know all the way and jumping with two feet in and I think that's why moving like with yoga and Pilates is so magical because it really teaches you about yourself and when you know yourself man that is when you're like wow, I do that and I want to change that. (laughs) And it's the most empowering thing when you realize, oh, yeah, like that behavior actually sucks. That behavior has been with me since I was a kid. Like whatever was my childhood, whatever environment I grew up in, whatever mindset I was surrounded with, like from my family, like that's how I have it, but I can make a change but mm. I have to take action. And so I have to choose to yeah. make the change and choose that this isn't how I want to be anymore. So I think, and the best thing you can do is just like vocalize it. And like, that's where support is awesome. Like your family, your partners, your whatever. Like we're so lucky that we have each other and we're on this journey together because I can be like, yeah, I realize I, I do this and that kind of sucks for our business mm. and also my life. I'm going to make a change. And then I have like this accountability and someone where I can discuss it with. And I mean, like, Sometimes you can get like over analytical of yourself. I don't, I'm one of those people who overanalyze myself sometimes. I'm like, ah, why do I do that? And then it's like, just go live your life. <laughs> and So it's kind of important to like have that balance and like, and also like have fun in this self-reflection mm. and self-discovery and know that it could be scary. And, you know, sometimes getting really honest with yourself is Awful (laughs) because you're like,
0: oh, like I I actually do do that that type of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. is that me? And then you're like, oh, that's not who I want to be, right? So, what do I need to do to change? And I guess then that's where if we go back to going backwards isn't always going backwards, yeah. right? Is that again, and so for you guys in this transformation that you guys have seen since when you started in business six years ago till now, so you left the corporate job, you did the recipes, you then guys took that break, and now you guys are all into the yoga and the Pilates and really honing in on the Merry Makers, uh, Merry Body Online Studio, you know, with your is where you, you guys talk about, correct me if I'm wrong, move your body, find your joy. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, you know, what what advice would you give out there to people who are sitting there okay great actually you guys have you know had some home truths today you dropped some truth bombs on me about looking at my own beliefs and my own stories what would you say that if people are wanting to start um working through this and so that they too go okay i've got to work backwards but going backwards isn't always going backwards there's so much good that can come from it what would each of you say from a little tidbit or what advice would you give to those listening now
1: yeah, well I think like number 1 is get still and get quiet. So take that space even if it's just for 5 minutes away from the normal routine that you've created for your own life and just breathe. And there's no nothing to come of this. It's that's just the action. Go get still and breathe really deeply and if it's just for 5 minutes and then see what happens. But there's no expectations. That little five minutes is going to bring some greatness to your day and maybe something else as well. And keep doing that until you feel grounded and you feel connected to yourself. And I think that's something that we're all missing like a lot. We're doing, we're doing, and we're doing, and we're doing, and we're doing, and we're doing. And, we're doing. and we forget to just stop and be still and connect to ourselves because when we connect to ourselves, we allow ourselves to be honest with what we want, to actually think and start to see what we want from our lives because sometimes we think we're doing the thing we want but we're just doing what we think we should be doing Mm -hmm. because that's what we've always done or that was my idea six years ago so I'm just going to keep doing it. And just because it was your idea six years ago and you wanted to do it so much six years ago doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. You can stop. And the biggest thing about backwards ain't always going backwards is, yeah, we went backwards in one aspect of our lives. That one aspect was finances. And what we mean by backwards ain't always going backwards is that we went forwards in so many other aspects. And the biggest one was joy. By going backwards in our finances, we allowed ourselves to create something that created so much joy in our lives again. So we went forwards in that aspect. We also went forwards in Realizing who we were as individuals and like getting to know ourselves, man, that's big forward steps. We also went forwards in our own sister relationship, like our business partnership and our sister relationship has, has never been better. Mm. And so by going backwards in finances, we allowed ourselves space, not only to realize what we wanted to create next, but it also allowed us to focus on other things like other magical parts of life because we weren't just born to make money. Like 100%. We were born for so much more than that. And by going backwards and creating that space, we allowed space for other things to truly blossom. Hmm, that's That's beautiful. And I can just say ditto. But I think one thing that I always like to also talk about is just bring alignment, like whatever brings alignment to your life, do that. And it's going to be different for everyone. So it's like this idea of staying connected, your heart, your thoughts, your actions, your words, right? Like it all, like that feeling of alignment where you're speaking your truth. Where you're, you're keeping your integrity. Yes, integrity. Like that. that is such a thing for us. Like that's our highest core value in business and life in general. It's like this... Just like staying on that path, your path, right? Because there's so much happening around us. There's so much like sparkly lights, like do this, come this way. Like here's this opportunity. But the most important thing really is to live in alignment to yourself and your heart and what is your truth. So, you know, like I'll give you my example. My example is like get out in nature, go stare at the ocean and I'll do that. I'll do that. And it's like, oh, here I am. Here's me. And this is what I'm doing with my life. And okay, there, boom, anchor, drops, reminder. Mm. And it's important to like filter these little moments throughout our days and our weeks and our lives, right? Because it's so easy to fast forward, to, oh, there's 10 years gone. Oh crap, I'm not doing anything I want to do. Oops, that happened. So this way, if we have this anchor daily or weekly or whatever it may be, connection to self, it's always going to kind of lead us on this magical path of truth. (laughs) And so Emma's talking about like being present. Yeah. And like this is in the life that we lead, like it's so easy to – be in worry and feel anxious about the future. We're yeah. like, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, like, am I going to have enough? Well, I want that house. And am I ever going to get that? And I just don't know. And I want to be over there, not here, especially I do not want to be here. That's for sure. And then this happened in the past and oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. And I just don't even know what to do about that thing that I said yesterday. I'm just going to keep thinking about it and thinking about it. And you realize suddenly that your present moment, the here and the now, the only moment where life itself exists because life doesn't exist in the past and it sure doesn't exist in the future. It's not here yet. When it comes, it's the now. So we forget to live right here and right now. We're too busy doing, doing, doing and thinking, thinking, thinking. But if you place these anchors in your life, like Emma was saying, you get present and only in the present moment can you allow your true inner self, your heart, your inner truth to get loud for you to, for you to hear it. Because we're so busy doing, we never doing. hear it. We never listen.
0: And, and so I guess just- if we were to like to kind of, to summarize though, because there's some uh-huh. valid I like, Just you know, in one point, girls. One in point. one point. I know, but that's what I love about you guys is there's so much more depth, do you know what I mean? That we could And <laughs> you know, we could literally, if you guys... No, me, I'm a bit of a talker the girls. Like, this is why our, our lunches turn into three hours and then we realize, oh gosh, what happens? And this is really what happens. So that's why I love you guys. So, but really, if you think about it though, for those of you out there who are going, okay, shit, something does need to give. I don't know where to start. Kind of the five key kind of takeaways that I took from listening to there is, you know, get still, get quiet and breathe. Two is give yourself permission to stop. Mm-hmm. Three is start to explore your joy and how do you know, I mean what is it that brings you joy? How can you yes. refine the joy? Four, explore your alignment and how to stay true to yourself and what that means for you. And five, kind of be present, which is that kind of anchor. If you're present and you can be still, get quiet and breathe, everything will start to come back. If you're present and looking at your current joy, you know, like that be present is kind of the underlying anchor that will look at all those other points that we talked about.
1: Totally. I love, I love, I love that. Thank you. And like, isn't this like, isn't this cool that all of this that isn't just about your business? Like this is your life. Imagine if you began to be more present in your relationships. Imagine if you began to be present, even when you're driving in your car, like what, uh, what magic will you notice if you start to bring in this presence into your everyday? And how will you change your life and also the people's lives around you? Because when you start to get present, when you start to welcome this in, mm. it's not only you that changes, you are the freaking ripple. Like you're that stone that's been thrown into the water and then the ripples just go out and they go out and go out because you're so present. You've made someone smile, you've made their day and then they go out and they get happy and they make someone else smile
0: out and then oh my gosh it's infinite it's an ongoing so yeah. now listen i appreciate you ladies being able to talk with us about going backwards isn't always going backwards and i think it's going to be a super valuable episode for those that are listening potentially confronting for some you know I depending so. on what space they're in um but for those listeners that want to connect with you both where's the best way that they can connect with you and get a little piece of the merrymaker sisters
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for having us, Angela, and for getting real deep with us. Whoops. Yes, You um,
0: can,
1: <laughs> can find everything at getmerry.com. Everything we've spoken about, the app, the books, and Mary Body Online Studio is there to check out.
0: Yep. And on socials, where can they find you ladies on the socials?
1: Yes, at Instagram, at The Merrymaker Sisters, also Facebook, The Merrymaker Sisters. And I think, like, we're, we're starting to, like, try to get on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind like, of. Yeah. But we're more on Instagram. I feel like that is where we kind of hang out the yeah. most. Yeah, we love talking and about we also Instagram. And we also, yeah, Instagram's fun. The stories are fun. Mm-hmm. We do lots of IGTV. Come and play on Instagram. We'll
0: play on Instagram. And you guys are about to hit the 70K mark on Instagram, which is a super oh, well, exciting. Yeah, I know. Well,
1: this is a great... This is a great episode. Yes, and I seventy two thousand we were went backwards. Now it's gone backwards, and I am really excited about this because I think that this potentially is going to be an episode on our podcast. Maybe something we'll speak about on many other people's podcasts, like your followers. (laughs) It doesn't mean that you're going backwards in every other aspect of your business. Cause we've gone down, but then other aspects of our business have gone up, like more important aspects, more important like aspects. your income.
0: Exactly right. But again, more than likely though, too, is it's about the quality of the people that are following yeah. you. So ah. going backwards is, is you've got rid of people who don't actually really care about what your messages exactly. are, who you are and that's okay because that's, yeah. you know I mean, it's all right. But what you have gone is if you've gone forward with the quality of people who are there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we're starting to share exactly what we want to share.
0: Yep. And again, they're either going to stay or not. And that's okay. Well, listen, ladies, as always, it is a gem to be with you. And for the rest of you listening, please remember that my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And of course, I cover all sorts of related business and life topics inside my Facebook community, the Australian Business Collaborative of over 5,000 amazing business owners. So head over and join us today. Have a fabulous day to the rest of you. and I look forward to having you join me next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Have a joyful day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au